Hi there. Thank you for listening. And welcome to the podcast. Why is representation important? I get that question a lot. Especially when I first started uh, my work in activism and such. Uh, many people questioned my my passion for representation in general, not even the importance of it, but just as a basic concept. And that surprised me sometimes. But my answer to that is simply I didn't have enough of it growing up. Much of my desired representation had to be satisfied through grasping at ideas of myself when relating to another. Other times it was projected through characters that were written open enough to develop off of in my head, but not fleshed out enough to go anywhere beyond that. As a whole, uh, there was not sufficient intention or present relatability mirroring who I was. Many of my projected idols came with an inner dialogue of me wanting to be like them and were rarely a current representation of who I was. Living with this lack revealed the importance representation has on mental health and development. With that came the inspiration to give others who share my likeness an opportunity to connect on a level that is more personal than with someone unaware of their existence or a character that was not written with them in mind. I've learned that having those present reflections of ourselves gives a sense of security that a large majority of people take for granted because of how common it is for them to see themselves on a regular basis. I didn't have that luxury for most of my life, and I want to do what I can to provide that to others who need it most. Growing up, I spent quite a bit of energy projecting, as I said, grasping onto these characters that shared a likeness. And if it wasn't a likeness, it was always, I just liked them. They didn't even have to really be me, but I liked them enough to want to relate to them. So I would recluse into the depths of my, my fantasy and my mind. I was very into my own world as a kid, and I would just embellish on those characters and uh, create these, these worlds and these narratives to better fit uh, who I wanted to be. And, and I think that, though very innocent, at the time and, and served a very significant purpose in who I was. Uh, looking back, there were some issues there because, as I said, 
I was not really seeing myself. It was always who I wanted to be. And that translated into um, me getting older and finding people that I wanted to be like, still not sharing a present likeness. And when it comes to sexuality, even more so. And, and that's one of the bigger parts of representation that I put a lot of energy into because sexually, I didn't have anything. I might have found some characters that I like or I've, I was really fond um, of flamboyantly <laughs> written characters as a kid. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed the, the confidence and who they were, and I always looked up to that. So I always had something to see myself in, but sexually was never there. In a world where uh, sex seems to dominate in so many spheres of the conversation in uh, television and film and relationships in general, sex was always there. And being someone that is ace, I always felt weird. And not having the vocabulary for it was an even stranger feeling because I didn't even know how to articulate my lack, right? I, I didn't know how to express what was missing because the representation wasn't present. There were not people who I could see myself in. And that fuels my passion. Going years into my 20s thinking that something is off about me, it's not healthy. No one told me how I felt was okay. I saw plenty of other versions of uh, sexuality that was at least talked about. Mine was not one of them. And, and the tricky thing for my personal journey was that due to, um, I guess, how I carried myself, I say I guess, it was definitely that, but due to how I, I carried myself, I went uh, through quite a bit of uh, situations where I was being judged and people would assume that I was gay for a long time. And I eventually found a sense of confidence to where it stopped becoming a recurring situation. The, the sad thing is that it was a problem growing up. It was presented to me as a problem. And 
that made it even more confusing for me. In addition to the representation just being nowhere to be found, the only thing that was given to me was, well, you must be gay because of how you walk or talk or act, whatever that means. And, and now I think it's complete crap, some of the stuff that I was being judged for because it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, at the time, though, I, I didn't know how else to handle things because I heard it so much. And so even in that, I had to keep wondering what I was. And every time I got to a certain point, I, I couldn't find myself in what was being projected, oftentimes as a negative thing because of the circles that I surrounded myself in, specifically uh, religious ones. Uh, the homosexual conversation is very touchy, and we'll definitely explore that. Um, but at the time of hearing it, the only frame of reference I had was negative. I had to change so much of how I was presenting myself in order to avoid that. And that still didn't change anything, though. I saw people, my peers at the time, uh, entertaining sex and entertaining each other in, in various ways that I just didn't relate to. I saw uh, pornography, as most young people see at some point, and didn't relate to that, didn't understand that. And that was one of the things, too, um, even though I didn't know what else there was out there for me to uh, identify with, I. I remember thinking, I don't want to do any of this sexually. Like I'd, I'd see sex, hear about sex and think, I don't want to do any of this. I don't feel this way. I, I, I didn't have any urge or desire for any of it. And, and back to the importance of representation, there it is right there. There's all of these expectations thrown at you, depending on how, you're, how you grew up. And when none of them land, when none of them fit, how else are you supposed to respond? But just keeping it quiet or letting it sit in the back of your mind to just rot. And that's what it did for me. What's uh, strange about it, there were a handful of people that I uh, came out to, as they say. Uh, and a few of those individuals had expressed how 
I don't know. It was almost like, oh yeah, I've I've heard of that before, or I understand that, or oh, that's definitely normal, right? And I'm thinking, since when? Like how 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 is it you were able to understand this as a normal concept yet? I'm out here thinking that I'm like Rudolph of, of the reindeer. It's it's just it's interesting to hear people assume normalcy in something that isn't just to diminish the uh the desire for accurate representation or just even the desire to talk about it because most of the people that did respond with uh, that type of response they did question the importance of it with me personally so them assuming normalcy for something that I hadn't even heard of wasn't very accurate Because in so many of the circles that I grew up in, uh, it was always glorified to get married and have kids. And for that unit to be held down by sex. Because you can be ace, you can be like me and have children, have sex, get married, none of that has to be thrown away. But the idea that that unit, right, the relationship has to be held down by sex or something else that I heard a lot is that if a marriage is not going well, then, well, are you having sex enough? Like that was such a bizarre concept that I didn't really think about because I hadn't reached that point, but I projected it. I had nothing else to go off of aside from the glorified nature of these marriages, especially in the church. That's once again, that was a big part of my life. So that was all that I had. And I, uh, looked up to what could be quite often without giving myself the space to, well, I, I, I can't really even say that because again, the vocabulary wasn't there. So anyway, I'm, I'm just going to be beating a dead horse at this point, but representation is crucial. I can talk all day about what I missed looking back. I can talk about the things that I did, things that I didn't have to do, ideas that I sat with for far too long, all because I didn't have anything to grasp. I didn't have any likeness in how I was feeling. It was never there. And if you've not experienced that, then you won't understand it. 
And if that's the case, then it's not for you. I have a lot of uh, pushback every now and then that suggests that my efforts or that my work is too much or unnecessary. And I say to that, you're wrong. Because that's not the experience that I had. And I look around in some of the groups I'm a part of within the community, and I see so many stories of people that express, whether they're young, like from as young as 13, to people that have hit 65, right? They're married, twice divorced with grandchildren, all over the place. You know, age-wise, the demographic is everywhere. But I see people sharing their stories of how they feel like something was missing, but because they had nothing to look to, no vocabulary, no ability to relate to anything or anyone, they made choices that they didn't have to make. Right? They put themselves in relationships and scenarios that weren't a true representation of who they were because all they had was what they had and what they were given wasn't who they were. So how else are they supposed to respond? And and that's how I felt. I sat with ideas and, and made so many mistakes that I didn't have to make. So many moments that could have easily been corrected by an example, by having someone or something say, who you are is fine, who you are is is beautiful. It's not strange or such a minority that you're the odd one out. It breaks my heart that people are still feeling that. And I think as a whole, we as as humans, the majority, should lift up representation, even if it's not relating to us, because somebody, somebody will see it and benefit from it. Somebody will see it. Somebody will identify with it. And that's enough. It's enough for me. Honestly. Maybe one day we'll have uh, enough nuance in the human experience to where we can cover enough for people to uh, be free to be themselves. I don't think we're there yet. Not from where I'm standing. We weren't my entire adolescence and Even now, I only see, like, bits and portions of myself and 
that's another reason why I'm so passionate and excited to do more, to put out more and talk more. All of the bases are not covered. So that's it for representation. That's my perspective on the importance of it. Shared a, a little bit of, of what I've gone through. I probably have some other more uh, in-depth examples of my experience, but as a whole, as I said at the beginning, it was largely missed, and that's why I'm here. And, and that's why we need to do more to allow those conversations. I'm not alone. I know that now. I thought I was for a long time. Even though I also, in the back of my head, thought, there's no way I'm the only one experiencing this, but I'm not alone in this. There's got to be more encouragement for representation, you know? Just to be a good neighbor, right? As I said, even if it doesn't match who you are, okay, this isn't for you. As I said, there's a lot of uh, representation that we just take for granted. We don't even see it as representation because of how normal it is. And, and that can be a problem. You see yourself so much, there's no need for representation. And, and that's the attitude a lot of people have. I was talking about the, some of the negative responses I got from my, my passion. And uh, that's a result, for sure. Taking it for granted. You don't think that representation is necessary because you either have seen yourself enough or you're just comfortable with yourself enough. And that's great. And we should celebrate confidence and we should celebrate um, individuality that is accepted and understood. But again, still taking into account of the thousands that are not there. So I encourage you, whoever is listening, to open yourself to the conversation and to take it a step further encouraging the conversation. Listen, learn a perspective, accept it for what it is for said person, and then let them be, right? Let them exist. Let them talk about it and do what they need to do in order to validate themselves. We'll talk about labels, <laughs> not today, but we'll talk about the whole process of uh, validating oneself and labels are, are a big part of that. But for now, that's, that's my, my call to action. Yeah. So that's all for now, I think. Representation is quite honestly a very big topic. I. Uh, 
I can focus on a lot of different nuggets under the umbrella of that. And uh, I will. But to start things off, I think the importance of it, having that conversation is a good place to start. And we'll see what happens after. So thank you for letting me talk about this and probably repeat myself a few times. <laughs> but that's how much it means to me, right? Like that's how recurring the the concern was. That's how many times I just felt so lost to where I sound like a broken record. There was not one instance. There was not an isolated moment where I needed representation. It was constant. So thank you for entertaining me. I hope that it encouraged you or you learned something. This, this really wasn't a, an episode of a encouragement per se. Unless you relate to what I'm saying, then you probably sat there and thought, yes, yes and amen, 100%. I feel you. And if that's the case, then awesome. Otherwise, I do, I do hope that something was gained and learned and understood. At the very least, you're able to say, this makes sense because you experienced it. And sometimes that's enough. It's a start. All right. I love you completely. And I think you're pretty great. Talk soon. Bye-bye.